Collins is the most athletic power build employee based on multiple sports, ping pong, basketball, lifting weights, Olympic. Yeah, oh, <laughs> sprint, sprinting, just track and field. Yeah. Oh, well, you beat him, right? Yeah, we're going to line up a – after Nationals, we're lining up a uh, – like a team. We're going to do like – we're going to do like an Olympics of sorts just with like the easier sports, running. Uh, if we can find an ice rink, curling, that's really where athletes are made. <laughs> Power Bowl yeah. Cup. I like that. We'll do cash prizes and everything. Maybe we'll invite outside teams in. They're going to get competitive. Yeah. Three on three uh, basketball. We gotta, we gotta oh, yeah. Definitely yeah. basketball. Yeah. Yeah. We got, we, yeah we, get, we got too many plans. We got too many plans, but we're executing slowly but surely. But anyway, this episode, we wanted to talk a little bit about the meet we just had um, at Power Bowl KOP. It was the St. Paddy's Barbell Bash. I thought it ran really well. And we got Quasi here who had his first real meat day handling experience. Normally he's the lifter himself, but he's got some clients now, coaching a bit. You know, Colin Wynn also happened to compete in the meet. So this will be good. We do a little recap. I feel like it ran well overall. We split it up into two sessions this time. Normally, we always do 120 lifters, but we'll just kind of run, like, one big session. And although it makes a little bit of a shorter day for, like, the people running the meet, it makes a long-ass day for the lifters. So, obviously, we want to make the experience for the lifters top priority. And, I, honestly, we, we got, like, nothing but positive feedback. It was great, man. Except for one Instagram review. <laughs> you know who you are. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, but uh, – yeah, so we'll, we'll just kick it off with you, Quaz. How'd it go with your clients? What was it like being on the other side? It was different being on the other side, man. It was a different feeling. I wanted to run out there, do certain stuff myself. It was just different, like, but just uh, getting them motivated, that's what it was, what it was all about, and yeah. I was excited about that. You're like the ultimate hype man. I got to, man. I got to. I got to get in, like, for powerlifting, I got to get in a dark spot, man, dark place, and just get do what I got to do. But for them uh, – they excited. I think no one left empty-handed. Um, Carlos got first in 60 kg. He's a monster. Yeah. He got all the state records now. Damn. Yeah. So then Edwin, he got third for juniors. And Eduardo got second for juniors. So, you know, we missed some stuff, but then we capitalized on a lot of stuff. So they already waiting. I think they said October meet. They already want to sign up. So Yeah. We, they ready. That'll be here, too. That was all their first meets, right? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, that's good. I mean, at the end of the day, like the first meet, I feel like you just got to kind of get out, mm -hmm. have a good experience, get your feet wet. Obviously, everyone wants to do well regardless when you're competing, but first meet, some people just fucking too much expectations. They, like, want to break all these records. They want PRs on everything, and they just don't realize, like, the difference between the gym and the meet. Right. Just too many variables, you know what I mean? You got to obviously go out there, try and perform your best, but don't worry so much about – this record or this PR, like, PRs will come, you know. Colin Wynn, speaking of PRs, how'd you do? I did pretty good, you know. Eight-week prep, haven't trained in, like, a year and a half. Eight weeks, yeah, you took a retirement. <laughs> I, you I retired. retired. So, like, a couple weeks ago, someone asked me, he was like, oh, like, you ever think about competing again? I was like, absolutely not, have no desire. The next day I signed up for the meet. You hit the Tom Brady. <laughs> yeah, he really did. But, yeah, I mean, eight for nine, can't complain. Total PR, squat PR, solid day. You big him, big squat PR. Big squat PR. Little mishap on the bench. We uh, His butt came up. My butt came up. Not but. usually a problem. But <laughs> came back, smoked it on the third. After I spiked my um, wrist wrap, had to throw it at the ground. Yeah, spiked his <laughs> wrist wraps in the back room. Completely sarcastically. It was a great moment. I wish we could have captured that for the fucking meat recap video, but. Yeah, it was, it was solid. Someone, it was good. Someone got it. It Someone was good. It. And then deadlifts, we should just – we got to bring this up. <laughs> this kid failed. What did you fail it like two weeks ago? Like 440. 440. You couldn't pull it off the ground. I failed it twice, and then we had to set it as my opener. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so then we decided to open with it. And then uh, what did you hit on your third? 5 512? 512, mm -hmm. which is a meat PR, right? It ties meat PR. Ties, yeah, ties yeah. a meat PR, so – 
got to be happy with that. Just goes to show kind of like, I don't know, he's he's obviously had – the reason he took the year off, there's been some injuries, some setbacks. And, you know, there's, there's a lot of mental to this game. Deadlift, I think, was just one of those things. Sometimes you just got to go in there and know you're going to fucking move the bar off the ground. I think sometimes you, you like had some days where it was just like it just wasn't. I'd pull and then it just wouldn't move. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but you know the strength wasn't necessarily the issue. A little mental block possibly, and that's normal. Like that shit happens all the time. Like especially when you have a setback and you come back from it. I don't know. Sometimes you can kind of like second guess where your strength's at. But you know, meet day comes up where it counts, crushes it. Yeah, and that's switched all it to sumo like three weeks out. So. <laughs> yeah, we did a lot of things that you just shouldn't ever do. <laughs> but it worked. But it worked. It, worked. It, and it comes down to like just knowing the client. He knows himself. You know, I just the, – the pull two weeks ago where he misses 440, it doesn't even budge. I literally didn't think anything of it. I was like, this is just a fucking random, random terrible day. Right. Wouldn't even think about it. Wouldn't sweat it. Don't lose sleep over it. And then literally we open up with it at like a fucking RPNA, jump 40 pounds, smoke that, jump another 10 keys, smoke that. Yeah. Probably had 530, 540 in you. Yeah, it felt good. So, easy. Yeah, that's true. That's true. And then like I ended up missing a bunch of deadlifts like that whole prep because I'd like, I'd go to pool and then just nothing would happen. It'd be like that. It'd be like, a, it'd right? be like a warm up weight and then I'd be like, throw like three reds on or 418 it wouldn't move and I'd just pack my bag up and go home. <laughs> I was like, yo, come on, wanna play some ping pong? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's do this cool down ping pong match. It dealt with different, different type of thing, man. For real. A lot of mental with the deadlifts. Yeah. I was just talking to another kid tonight, one of my other guys, and like, he's had some ups and downs with it. And it literally just comes to some, comes down to sometimes like your mental like where your mentals are at for that right. day. You know what I mean? Like if you're coming in, you're like, man, body's tired. Like warm-ups are feeling like shit. You might as well like just call it early because like you're you're not going to move whatever you want to move on the top set. Like right. deadlift, you have to go in there with like that kill switch right. has to go. Like, Sheesh. you know, whatever's on the bar, you're moving it. You're getting it off the ground because it's just – it's hard. There's no – I always try to explain this to people because like the reason they obviously call it a deadlift, you just have a bar sitting on the ground, dead weight. Okay. So you got to fucking get that weight moving without feeling it at all. Right. You know, the squat, you have the eccentric, you're lowering, you're feeling the yeah. weight. Bench, you have the eccentric, you can feel the weight. You can almost kind of prepare and like load up for the concentric, the press right. or the squat. Deadlift, you don't have that. This is dead. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's why it's mentally so much different. But mm. we also forgot. Quasi bought a gift for us. You already know. And we have to try it. Can't come here empty-handed. Man. Yeah, we have to try. This is uh, Happy Power. So, let's see. We got Casamigos yes, tequila. Yes, sir. Quasi's the first one to bring us some tequila. We've had some whiskeys. We had some uh, – we had scotch. Did we? I don't know if we even busted the scotch out last time. But, um, yeah, so I've only recently started dipping into the tequila game. Usually, you guys all know I'm a bourbon guy. But uh, I've definitely been getting into, like, tequila the last, like, couple of years. What got me is my first experience with a, was a plastic bottle tequila. <laughs> ruined my night. Like, ruined my night. And it wasn't even like I drank too much of it. I took one shot and it just, like, turned my stomach. Uh, I was like, ugh. The tequila, the party drink, man. Every time yeah. I go out to the country, I got tequila in line. Isn't this, like, uh, George Clooney's or something? I have no idea. It's the Migos. Isn't, isn't it the Migos? Migos. Oh, really? George Clooney. Uh, is, it? is it? Oh, it's George Clooney's? I knew it was like a famous person. Really? I thought I don't know. Everybody been on it. I so. swear it was Migos. Like, that's why it's called Casamigos. I guess I'm just... <laughs> I think they do have their own, though, yeah. right? I think so. I don't even know. Do they? I, I, I thought they did. I feel like everyone's kind of got it. their own thing. I'm oh, doing wow. a real light pour just because I got to train tonight. I got to do some deadlifts. I got to bench. So I'm just going to... I just want to, like, just get a little taste. You might be all right with a little more. You ever yeah, have the tequila with the worm in it? With the what? They have like, they put like a worm in it. Nah, that's the classic. Oh, you, oh you get, yeah, get yourself a cup. Dave is sitting over there all thirsty and shit. Listen, I'm editing media packages, so go, <laughs> yeah, he's super. I'm gonna let God handle the rest. For <laughs> super setting up, producing a podcast and getting media packages out. Man. Shout out to everyone that ordered a Powerball media package. I know, I know you guys see that quality. Yep. That live stream is crazy. Come on now. Ain't nobody messing with y'all. The fact that we don't got nationals yet, like, what's going 
that contract coming. Yeah, that's what we've been waiting on. There you go, sir. Guys, if you have any uh, recommendations for drinks that you would like to see on the show, tequilas, bourbons, you know. Salud. Yeah. Cheers. We're in it. That is good. That's pretty smooth. Yeah, that's smooth. Very smooth. Is this? Oh yeah. Is this um like where is this like is this like kind of like middle of the road pricing or is it like top shelf shit or? Um, I'm gonna be honest. I don't be looking at the price that when, I, when I buy a drink. I'm, I'm being dead serious. Because I feel like that's the thing with tequila. For me at least, all my experience is like if if you go cheap on tequila, like you're. It, you're done you're for a bad time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel like that for any type of alcohol. See, like, I've had some shitty like whiskeys and bourbons, and like I feel like I can get away with it. Now I'm a little snobbier. I've been like getting some like people been gifting me like hundred dollar bottles of scotch. I won't buy that shit. I'm too cheap. But you know, even like I, I stick with like the middle of the road, like your Makers, your Bullet, and then tequila. I usually just buy Patron because I know I had it once right. and it was good. And I'm like, all right, I'm gonna nah, I gotta that. make sure like. Wherever everybody drinking that's hot, maybe high end. I gotta drink. I like last time I had tequila too. Other than this was uh, Don Julio. Don Julio, yeah. yeah. I just yeah, I yeah. bought Julius like a big ass bottle of that. For was real? that when you had it? No, no, no. Uh, I you bought had your it. Own? I think it was my lap, my birth. Don Julio will get you drunk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He'll get you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For real. They got that big fishbowl bottle. It's sweet. But yeah, so we both got we we have both these guys going to nationals. So I'm excited about that. Quaza was already going, but USPA just opened up 300 more spots. Yep. Colin signed up today. So the squad is growing. I know there's – what about – we had – I think I had three other lifters uh, from the meet we ran who are now also doing that. That's good. There's going to be 900 lifters. It's about to be crazy. It's about three be crazy. platforms. It's crazy. You you've you've done nationals, yeah. right? Yeah, you did la- nationals last year, Colin. You've had- no, nah, I've only done like one other. So this will be your first yeah, one. Yeah, yeah it's right. gonna be experience, man. Yeah, I enjoyed it for real. Definitely a little more energy. Yeah. It's always fun. You got like the, obviously the multiple platforms, a little bit higher stakes. Obviously, a little bit better production. I don't know. Not not no power bill production for sure though. No, nah, 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 I mean, nah, yeah. come on now. We're we're just this is we're just scratching the surface, guys. I hope you guys seen that live stream. That shit's – I feel like our live stream is as good as it gets. No, it, was, it looked legit. When they had it on the TV, yeah. I was like – and you see the sponsor, I was like, it's too clear. Like, it looks better than cable TV. Yeah. That's how clear it is. And then we had our boy Phil. Shout out to Phil. Yeah. Commentating. Um, that was kind of last minute. But uh, Phil pulled that off. I, I heard a little bit of it. Sounded like he was doing good. What do you think, David? He did pretty damn good, huh? Yeah, it was pretty good. I feel like maybe we just need one more. Yeah, because we had the two platforms, and Phil was kind of like bouncing back and forth. But I'll have one more for each. Yeah, platform. I think four, four commentators, two for each platform. Oh, did they talk about like man? Where they like, like a debate with shoot the shit a little bit? Yeah, you know? that's true. Yeah, that's true. We we could do that. I mean, I think now that we know we're you know set up for that, we just have to find the people, find like people that are like somewhat knowledgeable, have a little bit of. Entertainment value, mm-hmm. you know. Some of these motherfuckers just like, I turn, I turn it on mute. I don't want to hear these. Right. I don't hear you guys like talking. Oh wow, look good lift, good lift, bad lift. Like, got two reds on a white here. Yeah, it's. Okay. It seems like Phil was really talking to people. Yeah. So I don't know. Trying to always improve in that area. It'll be interesting to see kind of how nationals is going uh, with like, because I think every every nationals I've done with USPA, it's only been two platforms. Okay. And I've done like, or I've been at the last three, I think. That's cool. It was like the first one when they had COVID. That was two for sure. Yeah, last year, two. Yeah, so this will be exciting. Back in the USAPL days, there was like five. Oh, damn. Damn. Five, five platforms? Five platforms. Damn. Oh, yeah. I can imagine. Usually they would have at least four mm-hmm. running. They would run five at like certain points, like certain weight classes that had more lifters. Right. Yeah. That shit was nuts. But what we got, Quasi? Let's hear. Let's hear what your plans are for, for nationals. That. Yep. Oh man. All right. So the plans for nationals, man. I guess I'm gonna spill the beans for squat. I gotta get that world record. 
that world record I gotta get that. What is I, it? I think it's seven eleven by Lenny Wilkes. Um I don't think he powers no more. He do bodybuilding now. But I'm pretty sure it's seven eleven, so how things are ramping up in training, that's a definitely a goal. For bench. I'm in total it's probably eighteen hundred. That's what I'm trying to shoot for. Yeah. So I'm just trying to get that dead zone. Bench is bench is bench. Oh, yeah. I already know the goals for that. We're gonna keep that in secret though, but I'm definitely trying to like come in. Last year, well, I came in fourth. It stung. It stung because just me as a competitor, I needed to get to like at least a medal. So that was the first time I did a meet and I was empty-handed. Yeah. So it felt weird. So definitely this year, I need to make a comeback for real. And you're in like, I mean, actually, you're both in the same class, right? Nineties. Yeah, yeah, probably smoking. <laughs> <laughs> I'll see you there, man. The nineties are like <laughs> most competitive weight class. Yeah. I would say in USPA tested, probably got to be the most competitive weight class. Everybody dropped like 20 something. Yeah, I mean, you got the 181s, they're tough. Um, But I feel like, yeah, those 198s, that's where you get a majority of the competitors. Mm -hmm. I feel like are in 198. Everyone seems to be strong as fuck. You know, 220s are impressive. You know, as the weight classes get a little bit higher, like competition starts to drop a little bit. But yeah. It'll be interesting. I mean, more competitors, more competition, but I feel like that definitely brings out the best. Yeah, yeah. I hope it's just like last year. We, we was all talking shit to each other. Yeah. It was friendly competition. We all, like, you know, chilled afterwards, but it was just like we was going down each other's throats. Like, we was just going back and forth. Quasi was a hype man. Oh, yeah, oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, For everybody, man. We, we we went up there and we got first place as a team. So, yeah. you know, we, we're going to run that back, back to back. We're going to get that back to back. got to. yeah. That's the goal. Yeah, yeah, we're rolling up heavy this year. We're literally going to enter two teams. Why not? Well, power building, power building, lifting club, maybe something. Or, oh yeah, something like that. It's you, gonna get big. You gotta have like the good team and like make like like a secondary team. or a, like, like, maybe a, like, a, like a, a team like my. Team, I mean, you know what I mean. <laughs> we're oh you well we're definitely like whoever is on like the A team. Yeah, we're gonna stack the fuck out of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll probably like, be on the B team. I'm gonna probably be on the B team. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not even kidding. We got some monsters coming. Brendan, he's a member here. If you guys don't know Brendan, Brendan. Tank Strength. Oh, that just that, yeah. he, well, he, he just, just did, did, did our meet. Yeah. Oh, uh, the one he's, that they said uh, Clark Kent. Yeah, yeah, Clark Kent. Oh shit, he squatted six seventy two, benched five oh one. Deadlifted 727. He killed it. 1,900-pound total. Yeah. I think he's, like, my age, too, or, like, yeah, a he's, older. I think he, he kills might still be a junior. I think he's, yeah, he's, like, 22 he's a junior? 23. He, yeah. he is – that Instagram name couldn't be more appropriate because he's a fucking tank. He killed it. He's he's going. I was like, yo, bro, yeah. you're getting the total today. Yeah. They just opened up more spots. Yeah. Sign up. And he's like, all right. Is the other boy doing it, too? Which one? The uh, blackboard, the uh, SPD single. I forgot his name. He pulled a, like eight hundred mirror or no? Oh, the dude that did army. Yeah, just yeah. I don't know. I don't know what he's doing. That was the first time I, he he came. I think to the the GBT event, and mm-hmm. he was the one that squatted like seven seventy five. Right? Damn. Did yeah. you see that video? He's All like in the power rack. In the power rack by himself. I'm like, who the fuck is yeah. this? <laughs> he's strong as hell, dude. He's a monster. I don't know. I would imagine. I'm not sure if. I don't think that was his first. No, it couldn't have been his first meet, but. I got to look him up. Yeah, I'm not sure. But if he shows up, what weight class was he in? Did you know? I think he was 275. 275, yeah, because he he's a big dude. Yeah. He's, yeah, he was a big dude. I think his name's Richie. I almost feel like we got to give him a shout out because I, like, I feel like I should know this. <laughs> yeah, hey, anyway, we need. He killed it. We're about to give him a full on contract. Like that, that weight class, too, at Nationals was very competitive. Oh yeah, they was going. I I think they was going back and forth for like world records for like every uh, lift. Yeah, he's his name's Richard Andre. Shout out to you, man! Absolute monster. Yeah, he's one twenty five. Okay. So one twenty five, and then he must have already done a USAPL meet. He's a one twenty there. So okay. I don't know what I don't know what his plans are. What to what to well, reach out? Came, he might have came over from the USPL. We're about to we're about to send the contract, bro. Send it, send it. Yeah, no. Just sign. And he can walk in the gym, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So funny story. We got, you know, I get it. Like everyone wants to kind of like be like a sponsored athlete of some kind, and you know, I guess you know, I I get it. But we had like some instances where you got people that are just like coming in saying that like 
yeah, uh, Power Build's going to sponsor me. And, like, they just, like, tricked the front desk staff. And then they've been coming to the gym for, like, the last month. And I was, like, today I had, like, seen the person. And I was, like, oh, when did he sign up? Because, like, I had I'd recognized him. I'd seen him a bunch. Right. But I knew, like, as far as I know, he didn't sign up. And Julius is, like, uh, I don't know. Let me look. Looks. Never signed up. Been coming no. to the gym for fucking a month now. Like, I damn near see him every day. Here he's coming in the gym telling the front desk staff he's, like, going to be an athlete. I'm like, what the? Who the hell decides that? I'm going to be. Damn. So, I don't know, man. Some of these people that get entitled, that's a whole other mm-hmm. topic. But we've had that happen before with people, like, outside of here. They're, like, these, like, YouTube famous kind of, uh, like, little kids. Mm-hmm. They literally like children. I didn't realize like some of you see them on the internet and you're like, oh wow, like pretty jacked. They come in, they're about 130 pounds. <laughs> like they have abs because they just they don't have muscle yet. Oh, those are the kids that be walking around with no shirts on. Yeah, <laughs> no. Then they lose their shirt for the day. We gotta you know, yell at them for that. Then they're fucking taking pictures in the bathroom for hours on end. People can't even take a shit in peace. <laughs> like, Everybody oh man, in the bathroom like, yo, I'm trying to, you know. I don't know. It's just yeah. It's like. I, you know, I've went to some gyms where, like, I've literally, like, known the gym owner mm-hmm. from, like, being there. They know who I am. They usually, like, try to get me to, like, just, they're like, you're a good man. They'll give me the, you're a good man. Just like, mm-hmm. you know, don't worry about paying. I fucking pay him anyway. Mm-hmm. Like, <clears throat> I don't know. It's just like, you know, there's, like, certain instances where it's like, ah, oh, it's my guy. But, like, you know, I would rather just pay a, a small right. gym. Pay the day pass. Like, who, who the fuck cares? Like, I don't know. I just would never think to myself, like, ah, man, I got this following on Instagram. Like, I shouldn't have to pay for shit. Nah, hell no. Nah. I'm going to go up to Chick-fil-A and do the drive-thru. And yeah, yeah. they'll be like, what do you want? I'll be like, number one. They're going to be like, hey, you want to pay cash or car? I'll be like, you see my Instagram? <laughs> like, nah, see if business. I get some chicken nuggets or something. It's all business. Yeah, it's, I don't know. It's crazy. You can't but, have nothing handed to you, man. You no, nah, yeah. For it. A lot of people don't know how, how how that is anymore now. No, everyone wants everything handed yeah. to them. Nobody gives a fuck about your social media following. David, make this into a clip. <laughs> but, yeah, so speaking of that, if you guys don't know, Quaz is an athlete. Yes, sir. So we try yes, and take care of him when we can. Yes, sir. We got some big things coming up content-wise, merch-wise. Yes, sir. So I don't know. We just got him. What you just again? First meet. Let's get into the coaching aspect. How? Let's hear a little bit more about first coaching experience. People, everyone wants to be a coach. All right. So, just uh, it was definitely all right. So everything's lined up, programming everything. But this week, like uh, figuring out the attempts, I was like my first time. So I'm trying to figure it out. Man, I was going crazy. I ch- probably changed the attempts probably like ten times. Just trying to figure out, like all right. Because usually, like, um, you know, we had these talks. Colin definitely been helping me with my coaching and everything. So I know, like, off of Colin, basically your first attempt, it's almost like an like extra warm-up. So I'm like, I'm trying to figure it out. I was like, damn, maybe this is too much. Maybe this is too light. I'm like, how do I find it, like, the perfect weight? And I just, you know, at the end of the day, uh, trust my instinct, trust their uh, my uh, client's instincts. I also asked them what was their goals, and I try to, like, hit, make sure we hit as close as their goals, but also – get close to nine and nine nine for nine as possible. So it was different definitely a learning experience. Uh I gotta make sure I get some sleep the night before. It's crazy, right? Yeah. I went You're more I, exhausted after handling than lifting, I yes, bet. Yeah. That's how I am. I'm like, it's not even close. You could get me out here lifting, like afterwards, yeah, I'd be a little sore maybe, but like I still got energy. Energy wise yeah. I'm good. I don't know what it is, man. Handling just fucking zaps you. It's all day. And I went to uh I went to a no cap comedy tour the night before. In Philly, so it was DC Young Fly, a lot of people from Wild and Out and everything. Oh, really? Yeah, it was so it was funny. So by the time I got back, and I, I just like the meat was still in my mind. So like I'm still looking at attempts, like looking at like my clients' videos and stuff. Like what should we do this? Like start taking notes. I probably had an hour of sleep. By the time I realized, like oh shit, it's seven. We got I gotta get going. Yeah. But it was it was definitely a learning curve, and like, I enjoyed it. I think just motivating them and seeing how they like um how they reacted to the, the motivation. It was truly a blessing, for real. Yeah, so. it's definitely, I don't know. It's, like, almost more fun. It's more fun, also more fatiguing, but, like, I don't know. It's just fun, like, seeing somebody else. Like, you've obviously been watching them train. Mm-hmm. You see the ups and downs of that. Mm-hmm. And then to see it on meet day kind of all come together. 
like obviously it's fun to hit PRs yourself, right. but like when you see somebody else do it after like seeing the process yeah. from like the outside looking in, I don't know, that's like kind of as good as it gets. But yeah, it's always always good learning experience. Like you're obviously gonna learn a lot. Mm -hmm. They probably learned a ton. But first meet always oh, my my uh, rule of thumb with openers, just something you could triple right yep. any day of the week. That's always like an easy like. You could be feeling like shit on meet day, mm -hmm. but guess what? The opener should still be a confidence right. booster. You should be a going out, setting the tone, letting the judges know you got this on lock. That's a huge part of it. People don't realize. You go out and miss an opener. The judges are going to They're gonna, like the judges are going to be watching you like a hawk mm -hmm. the next time. Whatever you fucked up on the first attempt, now they're zoning in on that specific thing. So if it's depth on squat, you better believe, man. They're watching that hip crease the entire time. If you if your butt comes up on bench, Colin knows. Well, I mean, he said you know he said it was suspect, but <laughs> regardless, that's what they're there for. They're watching. They have the perfect angle. If your butt comes up, you best believe the next attempt. That's all they're looking at. Yep. So be looking at your butt. Deadlift, shitty lockout. They're gonna be watching that lockout mm -hmm. even further. So you always want to go out and make a statement on the first attempt. That way. You know, they're like, oh, it's this dude or this girl. They're clean. Yep. They're dialed in. Like, they, like, you know, there's a little bit of psych psychology to everything. So right, right. I definitely think that's a huge part of it. That's why, like, man, I always, like, send out openers a couple days. You know, I usually send them, like, early meet week. Tuesday I try and get them out. And I always get, like, this week I had, like, 16 lifters. There was, like, 14 Damn. here, and then there was, like, two out outside of the state. But – you know, there's always a few that you get, like, the question, like, man, like, I think we can open a little bit higher. And I'm like, yeah, we can. <laughs> but what's the point? Like, It's all about strategy. Yeah, you know? it's like there's a strategy, and it's also, like, you know, you want to go out and set the tone mm -hmm. early. It doesn't really matter where you open. It matters where you close. Right. So yep. I don't know. It's definitely uh, – it's one of those things. Sometimes, like, I'll take lifters – like feedback, like in a consideration, especially if it's somebody I've been with for a while. But like, if it's like a newer lifter, I'm like, you just trust it. You just, just trust, trust the, the attempt sheet. <laughs> yeah, trust the process. Because I think I got this. I think I got this squared away. Right. But one of the things I wanted to get into, um, put a little post up on the IG. Um, meet day pet peeves. Okay. Last week we did gym pet peeves. This okay. week we're doing meet day pet peeves since we just ran a meet here. So I'm gonna see what we got going on here. What'd you think of the Casamigos? I liked it. I liked it. I enjoyed it. I could go for another little pour. So what would you rate it? What did you rate it? I don't know. I haven't really. I don't really dabble in the tequila. I had a bad experience. Uh, you know? okay. But um. I how it. how bad? <laughs> you know, like bad. Do you want to <laughs> yeah. tell everyone about it? It was, it was you at what you go to school right? Yeah, I go to Westchester. So I guess it was like my freshman year. You know, it was like first week. Uh, you know, syllabus week, first week, college. Everyone gets a little rowdy. Freshman year is crazy. Damn. Just got could get whatever my I could get my hands on to a little bottle of like Jose Cuervo. Just like like the shitty stuff though, like dark liquor. Like I don't really like a lot of dark liquor unless it's like what? unless it's like whiskey. But like other than that, yeah, like I'm not handy, like man. like dark like tequila. I will not drink that. Because that experience, like, I was just on the floor, just throwing up in my bedroom. Like, I got back to my apartment after the party. Not my apartment, my dorm room. And, like, I'm like, I get in my bed. I was like, damn, like, I'm going to throw up. And then I just, like, grabbed my, my trash can and just threw up as soon as I laid in bed. It's like, all night. That's what college all about, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Isn't that the college experience? Man, I, was, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> man, college was crazy for me. Like, especially, like, when I played football. I played football for two years. And just playing football and stuff, like, the party and stuff. I can't remember it. I just know it's crazy. There's some nights I remember. There's some nights <laughs> yeah. I don't. So that's that's you went real hard. Yeah, yeah. They definitely showed me how to party. So where'd you go, Delval? Delval. So it was a D three school for football. I played there for two years, and they uh they usually won their championship, their conference. So Mac champs. Uh, shout out to Delval, and they uh yeah we know how to party. What position right. were you? Strong safety. Yeah. You so, fuck people up, huh? Also, in high school, I played linebacker. But, like, I wanted to stay linebacker, but the, my, my coach was just like, well, you know, you're not as you're – not, you're not 250 or something. You're not, you're not going to be in the middle. So, you got some agility. Let's be strong safety, you know, and still get there. So, for defense, I've kind of 
transition uh, football into like powerlifting and just have that mindset like yo someone like for me like I had to put someone in a stretcher that was my mindset for defense so like for powerlifting like right before, especially for squat I'm just in the zone like yo I gotta kill this shit damn so I put a kid in a stretcher once for real yeah you played rugby right yeah but this this was like peewee football <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was actually like traumatizing at the time I was like I just fucking broke oh this kid's God. neck it was the craziest thing you know, we were, I think we were like, I might've been like fourth grade. It was mm-hmm. like midgets, midget football. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I just like tackled the kid. I was like an outside linebacker. Kid came around like a sweep, just tackled him like normal. I thought like, mm-hmm. I kind of like slung him down. Like I like tackled him and like, he was like running hard. So I kind of like, I don't know, just like ended up like slinging him to the ground. Basically right. kids just like hits the ground, doesn't move. We're like, <laughs> now Now it's like, it's not necessarily funny, but it's like, now I'm like, you know, it's, <laughs> you know, it, I'm not kidding. It wasn't like the most vicious hit or anything. Like it, it just happened fast, but like this motherfucker didn't move. So there's like uh, the refs there. They, you know, they had like, you know, they don't have like a medic. They got like a guy who like kind of knows what he's doing. But anyway, like everyone's like don't move him don't touch him because like he literally like couldn't move and he couldn't feel mm. like he couldn't move his fucking arm. like i'm like this oh, motherfucker shit. really just break his neck somehow <laughs> so i'm like Damn. sitting there 30 minutes goes by kid still kid's still there <laughs> dude they fucking fly a helicopter down on the field shit put his ass in a stretcher fly him out of there i'm like shit. i felt like the biggest piece of shit in the world for real yeah Damn. yeah and then uh, here, like, a couple days go by, totally fine. He had a stinger. Oh, okay. I never seen, I mean, I've, like, heard the term, but, like. I guess it's, like, it's not nothing's broken, but it's, like, it, you feel like it's broken. Yeah. Basically. Um, I don't know. That's what they said. They're like, like, oh, yeah, he just had a stinger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was crazy, man. Helicopter flew him out of there. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> that was crazy, but. That should happen to me, too. Oh, really? not, not like in football, but in, uh, in high school, my uh, defense coordinator made me wrestle. He was the head wrestling coach. So my first ever wrestling meet, I broke someone's arm. Oh, but man. I was, and he was like a captain, so so he tried to showboat. I was losing the whole round, like the whole round. I forgot it was like third rounds for wrestling, but like I was losing, and like I ended up using my strength, slammed him, and like he broke his arm. I didn't realize. I seen him. I tried to pin him, and I seen his arm broke. I jumped away, and they they stopped the match, and they like they grabbed him. We waiting, waiting. I was just like, damn, I feel like shit. But then I was like, wait, isn't this the sport? I'm supposed to do this or some shit? I'm like, oh, man, I don't know what to feel. My coach was like, don't worry about it, man. You won. It's like, oh, all right. <laughs> shit, I guess that's what it feels like to win, man. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I was going to ask. I was going to ask if you won. but Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I won. My forfeit because I broke him. There you go. Broke so, him in half. Yeah. So I was like, shit. That's crazy. But let's get to these uh, meat day. Pet peeves. Do you have any me day pet peeves before we dive into that, or do you want to go in that first? Um, yeah, no, I 100% have some. I'll go I over it right now. Because, like, you know, before we ran meets, I had a shit ton of – I think I've done 17 or 18 meets. And I've coached at another fucking, I don't know, 100 or 200 or – I don't even know how many. A lot of them. The worst thing for me is warm-up room – I would I would almost say like overall warm up room just because there's a few things about the warm up room. For one, if they don't have proper equipment. Mm-hmm. So like you go to a powerlifting meet and you're warming up on like fucking power racks that are bolted to the wall. Uh, I just I'm not a fan. That that would be like you're going to you know a fucking you're going to a play football against somebody and they're like ah we don't have any extra footballs you guys want to use a soccer ball throw this around just like, to kind of fuck? you know what i mean it's like it's not the right equipment it's just different right. and then same thing like plates like if you only have fucking bumper plates you shouldn't be running a meet that's not just yeah, it's like nice. i mean standards are one thing but like if you if you have a room full of bumper plates you just shut that shit down. That tequila is way different. Yeah, it's not like it's just not the same. Again, it's like you like basketball players using a football to fucking dribble down the court, right? And then just space in the warm up room. This is like a little more like you're a little picky. Like sometimes you're not gonna have all the space in the world, but at the same time, I'm just like, you know, if you want to run meets, 
Like, I feel like, and this is like, I feel like, you know, Conchi was small. We made meets work there. We obviously limited the amount of lifters that were there. And we had four combo racks plus three squat racks. So, I mean, in reality, more than enough space to warm up. Where we always got into trouble was just like, we would always get a good amount of spectators and it was just congested. But I feel like the warm up space was still better than usual. So, but that's always just my thing like, warm up room, making sure you have the appropriate space, equipment, just so like, you know, you're warming up with the equipment that you're going to use in the meet. You got to like think all these lifters are paying a hundred plus dollars to compete here right. or wherever they compete. You want them to have like quality equipment. You want them to be using what they're going to be using when they compete. That that's always the thing with me. Like all the other shit, it is what it is. Judging, you know, what I don't know that I don't mind. You're always going to have tough judging. You're always going to have weird calls and nitpicky refs but the warm-up room is controlled by like the meat director right like right, that right. that's like a controlled variable that should be in my opinion held to a higher standard i never had that uh that problem because i only did like power bill meets and nationals yeah so like in power bill like it was it was perfect at conchi still like we all was like did what we had to do like the quality we had everything we needed i think one of my pet peeves was like i guess is like um People waiting for the last second to warm up. Oh. It's like, come on, we we're in a meet. Like, get out my way if you're going like waste They your wait time. too long yeah. and you've already got three reds on and now you gotta strip it down come to on. get them. Yeah. Messing and I mean, me you know, I've had moments in the past where like somebody gets started late. This is usually only the case if I have like fucking five people I'm trying to handle at one time mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh fuck, I gotta get this person rolling quicker than I, you know, would like. That happens, but yeah, at the same time, like if you're a lifter, if you're a handler, you're like there by your, or if you're like, if you're there lifting and you have one handler focus on you, that should never happen. Right. Like, there should just be more attention paid to where we're at in the meet and where things are at as far as the flight. Right. That way you're not interrupting the other five lifters that you might possibly be jumping in with and kind of fucking up their flow. Yeah. That's a good one. What you got, Colin? I got a, I got a couple. <laughs> I've only done a couple meets, but like I've seen some things. I've been around. Like I've spotted and loaded. But like one thing is like when people like there's not enough equipment, and then people start being stingy mm. with the like the warm up room equipment. Oh, okay, so okay. like you know you got like one little twerp, and he's like, oh I need I need to use this. No one else can use it. Like it's my time. Like, yeah. It's like dude, there's 40 other people here. There's not enough plates for everyone. Like you gotta share. Like meanwhile they're not using that that mean, moment. Exactly. Exactly, and then you'll have like there'll be like a 65 kg lifter and be like five four. Then you have like then you have like a huge guy, yeah. like you have like a hundred kg, 125 guy that needs to warm up, and he's you know he's gonna have to change his rack height. He's gonna need all more weights, right. and then you're just not gonna let him. He's gonna take longer to warm up. You're he's gonna have to hit like one plate, two plate, three plate, like on and on. So he just doesn't have enough time to like hit his warm ups properly and like get him set as well up as well. Yeah, no doubt that happened to me at the War Horse meet. Big Josh Longoria flies up from Texas. We're trying to get this 6'4 dude warmed up to hit a high 700-pound squat. Damn. 800 was on our mind. Damn. And it's like there was like four racks, and I'm not kidding. Every All four of them were the same height. They all had to get on a different rack. We're like, hey, man. like It was actually me and like another coach with his client who was like probably like 5'11", 6-foot guy. Mm-hmm. You were like – we said to the one like five foot three dude, we're like, hey, like you mind working in with the other five foot three guy? Like we have like a guy who's like six four right. here and another guy who's six foot. And they were power racks. So it was like where it's set is where it's set. Like you, you can't really like ad- adjust a power rack in between warm ups. Right. Dude, dude didn't want to move. Like refused to move. Like a God. fucking prick. Like, I don't know. So people like that. You know who you are. <laughs> Probably does. I don't know his name. I've seen him around, I think, but like, I don't know. It's just like, dude, like, and we hadn't even started warming up. They might have had like a plate on. Damn. Which the other guy already had a plate on too. It's like, dude, just jump over there, man. Right. Like, what are you, what are you worried about? So luckily, the one rack ended up opening up. We were able to get on it and whatever, made it work. Still almost totaled 2K. Shout out to Josh, big okay, monster. Okay. okay. What else you got? You got another? Yeah, my only other one is that, like, I think people just start taking it way too serious. <clears throat> like, yeah. everyone, like, yeah, it's one thing you're competing, I get it, like, you're trying to stay locked in, 
but they're just people that just take it to the next level and they're just so serious about everything like you're there to have fun like at the end of the day it's a hobby like it's a, it's a sport it's a hobby it's Me, war, mo- most of you aren't getting paid for it like, it's war it's war <laughs> it's war man yeah, like, oh battle brick by brick layer by layer I'm here today <laughs> to take all the state records and it's just like just like you know have a good time stay serious when you need to right. and just yeah. like be respectful of others that's, right, right, right. I think that's the biggest thing no yeah you definitely will see that at like nationals. You'll see like there's always the one or two groups that are just like, like beating their head against the wall. Like oh, I'm here to win. Yeah, like it's like life or death. And then you got us. We're having the time of our life and smashing everyone. It's oh, like it's, it's a party and we just having what we know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You you want to see a series right before we hit the meet and then after that we dancing in the warm up room. <laughs> I feel like meet day should be like the fun part. Yeah, you know, yeah. like. You just train your ass off, beat the shit out of yourself for whoever, right. however many months. Meet day, you finally get to go out and like go just ham, like yeah. fuck RPE. Let's yeah, see what we can do. Yeah. You know what I mean? Do so it. I don't know, man. Usually on meet day, I'm in like a pretty damn good mood. Like I don't know. I I think yeah. I, don't, I think I've always kind of been like that. I don't even remember like early on being like that serious. Like normally third attempts, I kind of like go like. I'll flip the switch, kind of go to that dark place for that lift. But otherwise, like, I'm chilling. Like, I don't know. It's usually a fun day. But I'll be be serious sometimes. (laughs) I'll be, like, trying to, like, go through a wall. But, like, also try to have fun. I think, like, what was that February meet, my second meet when I cut weight? I think I was too serious, and that shit fucked me up. Like, But nationals, it was fun. Like, being serious, and we come right back, and it's just, like, lifting with your boys, too. It was just, like, it was too much fun lift sit, be serious have fun get back being serious yeah it's all about knowing kind of when to flip the switch and yeah. being able to like that's a skill in itself gotta be a gamer yeah no doubt and you see people that aren't you see people that are like frantic you know what yeah, i mean yeah, meet yeah. day like frantic one thing goes wrong fucking day is over but now it happened at nationals shit oh yeah yeah, yeah. you i mean every meet you see a few that's the big lights right there yeah 900 lifters all right, we got we got quite a few here. What they got? So, actually, this is funny. I'll just shout him out because I know he won't mind. Tone, people <laughs> warming up too early. <laughs> flight C lifter warming up while flight A warms up. Oh, yeah, yeah, you yeah. see this actually? Yeah. Like this will be a national thing. Yeah. Like you'll be like, this motherfucker looks a little big for right now. And yeah. then all of a sudden, you're we're like, oh, what flight are you in? Oh, C, and we're like still warming up A. We're like, you probably got some time. Got it's always time. like the older guy yeah. who's like kind of like frantic. He's frantic. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, it takes me a while to get my hips going. And he's yeah. out there way early. Yeah, that's definitely annoying, especially when you have like limited equipment and like limited space. Yeah. You got to get that. You get, really got to follow your flight. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, dude, these are people are reading our minds. Someone in the warm ups that won't let you work in. Yeah. Don't be that guy. Nope. Don't. Don't. Literally takes about 15 seconds to switch weights. Another 15 seconds for that lifter to hit their warm up. So like, come on now. This is a, this is a good like, dude. Everyone's just people crowding up in the warm up area. Has that happened before? I think uh... we. I mean, I haven't had any issues with that in a little while because like USAPL. They are like, dude, USAPL at the Arnold, where this guy got to jump into this a little bit. Dude, they had us, first of all, sign up for the coaches pass online, right? Mm-hmm. That's cool. Get it in advance. Then they send you a code. They send you like a barcode, which then you have to go to the lifter registration and like coaches registration table. You have to show them your ID. You got to show them your USAPL membership card. You have to show them the fucking code that they Damn, sent you. Then, then you get to go down to where the warm-up area is. And then they have another person that checks all those items again. And then you sign your name. Like, dude, I just, like, gave up after a certain point. I was like, listen, like, I, I'm good. Yeah. I'm not even going in. That's I just went around the back side of the space yeah. and came in. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you guys. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it's like, all right, there, there's, like, if you want to give them a special band, that's fine. But, like, some of you guys are doing too much. You know who you are, USAPL. That's going to be a 10-step process just to go into warm. Crazy. Like, come on now. Fucking just pay for your band. Right. 
write your name down next to the lifter, whatever. Like, that's cool. I don't know. All right, where we got? Oh, this is, this is, a, this is a good one. When the judges say your wrist wraps can't touch the bar when squatting. Did you ever have that happen? To me personally? Yeah. I don't think so. So basically what we're talking about is like when, you, when like, you're wrapping your wrist, right. a lot of times like, you know, there, there, there is like a legal amount it's allowed to cover. Like it can't come up too far into your palm. Like it shouldn't really come down too far on your forearm. It's supposed to kind of be like a over the wrist joint, maybe an inch up, an inch down. Corey gets nailed for this every me. Corey content? Yeah. Every <laughs> me. And it's funny because, like, I never have seen it. But, like, I never see it except for him and the person that actually sent this in. But, like, it's I don't know. It's weird. Like, I don't I've never know got a call for that. But my, mine is up high. I have mine, like, when I would do my wrist wraps, it's, like, halfway in my hand. Yeah. I never got called for that. I don't, I don't know what it is. Corey, I'm not even kidding. Every meet I've ever been to with him was, like, 13. He wraps his whole hand. <laughs> he, dude, he's like, I, I don't. He looks like I mean, a mummy. He's got, <laughs> he's got oven mitts on. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know, man. It, that that's definitely like a weird one because it's kind of one of those things that you're like, what does that even matter at the end? Of the, I don't know. Like, if your wrist wraps a little too high, I don't at least know what kind of like mechanical advantage that's. Yeah, how does give that you? help? Yeah. Oh no, some yeah. weird rules. Yeah. But uh, what do we got here? When people do their warm ups without the clips on, this is this this is a good one. I feel like at least once a meet, I see somebody dump the fucking bar. That's and it's usually not even like lifter. It's like people who are handling, yeah. unloading one side like too fast, and then the other side just fucking crashes to the floor. I feel like people got to know communication, man. That's that's a scary thing, like especially the weight falls. Like that's no joke. Someone going to get hurt. Especially in a warm-up room yeah. where you got a lot of people close together, like lifters trying to compete. Yeah. Make sure you guys are paying attention. Got to. Stop being so damn careless. Communication. Yeah. That's the key. Someone's going to lose a finger, man. You can't have Finger that. or toe. <laughs> yeah. Shit. What do we got here? People. This, we'll, eh, we'll maybe do a couple more here. People attempting to squat weight they have no business touching. Putting spotters at risk. Uh, I mean, what's, what's, what's out of control? I'm, in my opinion, I mean, biggest thing is, like, put on whatever you want to put on. <laughs> we got Chino, man. Yeah, we got Chino's Chino. all tuned up. <laughs> we'll have to pour him another one when he come back. But, yeah, it's just more so, like, if, as long as you stay with the bar, I mean, that's the thing. Is like, as long as you stay with the bar... You should be good. Spotters should be able to do their job. So, the like, if you're squatting, uh -huh. you ever see somebody just, like, fucking dump it? Like, they just are like, oh, I'm not getting it. And they just, like, kind of pop, oh, yeah, yeah, bounce yeah. forward and let the weight just slam behind them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. There's been people that would, like, legit do that in a meet with spotters. Oh, shit. Yeah. I, I think it was, like, two meets ago at Dan's that happened. It was just some dude just fucking bail. He's like, I ain't getting him a bail. Like, it, I mean, I don't know if he just wasn't thinking. I mean, obviously, if you know there's people behind you and to the sides of you, that's an idiotic move. But I think, like, he's probably just used to doing that in the gym. It was probably, like, his first meet, and he just naturally just bounced. He's like, I'm out. Listen, I'm going to tell y'all, stop doing that, man. Y'all going to get someone hurt for real. That's, that's, that's not, yeah, that, for real. That's like a, an automatic kicked out of the meet. Yeah. In my opinion, you bail on a bar, yeah. like, you're out. Yeah. I'm pretty sure Bobby, who helps run our meets, I'm pretty sure he's the same way. Because mm -hmm. that's just stupidity. It did happen one time at a Conchi meet. I caught it. Really? Yeah. Like, one of the first Conchi meets. Like, it was, like, a woman. It was, like, luckily it was, like, lighter weight. So, it was, like, only, like, 300 pounds. Yeah. So, it wasn't, like, anything You crazy. should tell a story, yeah. Got, David's going to tell a story. <laughs> get, get your cup, man. <laughs> <laughs> he's making his way over. Yeah, he's glowing. <laughs> I'm going to pour a little bit more. Yeah. You want some more? Um, I got it. I'm going to hold off. Mm -hmm. I'll have one, like, post-training. Uh, this is my podcast. <laughs> Chino power. All right. This was, like, I think 2008. I mean, well, 2018. <laughs> same, um, same Philly Fit Expo. It was a... Oh, shit. It was a USAPL meet. I believe. USPA. 
Yeah, USPA. Um, they so there was this kid, fucking arrogant kid. <laughs> um, I'm pretty sure, like, for the certain people that are watching this, they probably know the kid, but he, I think it was his second or third attempt. He dumped the bar, like, with no remorse. Just well, just dumped it on the spotters and loaders. And mind you, these spotters and loaders, they were um, Air Force ROTC, like, volunteers. Oh, damn. And apparently the story goes that the he dumped it on these guys, just went straight to the ground, and took off this guy's two of his fingers. Oh, yeah. Oh. Straight decapitated his fingers. Yeah. Oh. And... Yeah, I, I've heard about this story. And what? for some reason, I don't know... I don't know how, by the grace of God, but they still let him compete. No, no. they still let him no. compete. No. Yeah, I would have, I would have bounced him right there, yeah. and he would have been like never allowed to compete again. No. Yeah. Like the ambulance came, the cops came. Damn, they find his fingers. Yeah. They, they put him. I don't know. Those, they put his tips <laughs> on ice. You can ground, do that, right? Fucking, <laughs> yeah. No, that shit was ground beef. <laughs> oh oh no. Oh. Man. No, oh. that's that's. I'm telling you, we you guys gotta stop doing that, man. It's not safe, man. It's not safe for you either, because if you miss, that, that's it. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. I mean, anytime you're letting like hundreds and hundreds of pounds crash to the ground, it's just never gonna result in anything positive. Whether it's a human or equipment, something's getting fucked up. Yep. But. I don't know. I think that's pretty much all we got. A lot of these are repeats. It looks like a lot of people, a lot of people warm up room. A lot of people share the warm up room pet thing. peeve with me. Whether it's like too many people back there, or people not sharing shit. Just, just uh, you know, try and be courteous in the warm up room. You know, try not, try not to be too damn reckless. Obviously, everyone's hype, high energy, but just gotta be a little cautious. Make sure everyone makes this damn platform safe. Make sure everyone leaves with all their damn fingers. I can't wait for nationals, man. For real. Imagine that. Imagine you're competing, you know what I mean? So your first meet, your best meet, meet to qualify for nationals or something, and some prick decapitates two of your fingers. Yeah. Like, imagine that. I, like, like, that would ruin your day. Yeah. No, but like, you, ruin your like life. how would you Me? personally react, like, feel about that? Man, I don't know. I would be, I would be probably really mad. Yeah. Like John Wick, John Wick, man. Shit. <laughs> yeah, that that's I don't know. Definitely got to get your shit together if you're that guy. But I think we just got to do a little bit better in some of the like, you know, maybe the lifter meetings. I would do. I'm gonna like. I didn't really listen to ours lately because I feel like I fucking heard it a thousand times. But with the rules, yeah, I feel yeah. like they. I feel like Bobby's like pretty thorough with shit. Yeah, yeah like I think that. I think he is. Yeah. That's why. I mean, from what I remember last time I did move from, he was very, very thorough. Yeah. So, I don't know, guys. I got to do fucking bench and deadlifts tonight. So, you got anything you want to wrap it up with? Nah, man. Just like, I mean, right now I can't wait. Nationals on my mind, man. I can't wait. All of us gonna be there. Powerboat ten going. weeks. Eight and a half, ten, nine. That's not eight. Uh, I, I don't know what it is. I hope I don't have two eight-week preps. I don't know what it is. Who was coming down? I just ordered the Inzer sleeves, though. That's I might point. squat 900. It's coming. You might get them after the meet. It's hanging away. Yo, Inzer. It took me like a, a month and a half before Yeah, Inzer, come on now. Let's get it together. Let's get it together. We want your product. You just got to yeah. get it to us. It, it, i definitely been using them, and as I said, I'm Cheat coming. Cheat code or not? Yes. 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 Colin, do you have them yet? I don't have them yet, but Inzer, if you want to sponsor the podcast, we'd be more than welcoming yes. to Please have you. Send us, yeah, send us some type of email. Uh, our road trip. Our road trip? Yeah, oh, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, we're going to be touring down to Atlanta this year. We're getting a freaking Powerbill bus. Teams going. Not everyone. Some people are flying. Obviously, we're, we're not – it's not like a school bus. Some be like a transport. Some be like a <laughs> shuttle bus. But we're actually one of the sponsors. We're actually one of the main supporting sponsors for US PA Tested Nationals. So you'll be able to check us out down there. We'll have a full booth, bringing a shit ton of merch. 
team will be there. Probably have like different people at the booth each day. So if you want to come out. Road trip, yeah. Oh, that'd be tough. Oh, yo, that'd be lit. How do we pull that off? Happy power. (laughs) GoPros. GoPros, maybe, yeah. That would be crazy. Road sodas. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no doubt. But, yeah, it's going to be a good time. I'm excited. It's going to be crazy. We're going to make a fucking movie down there. It's going to be I'm not even kidding. Like, we better, like, make a full-on movie. I could care less about the competition. I'm just, I'm just going down to have fun. Listen, I, I want to see other teams. Because, you know, uh, Nashville's got the team events. Yeah. So I want to see who's trying to come after Power Build. Yeah, I hope there's some competition. I want something. Yeah, I we need something. Something. Give us a little something. If you're one if you're one of the people out there on another team, talk shit in the comments. I want to hear I want to hear. Listen, we love competition. Yeah. That, that gets us going. You know, we'll see you at Nationals. We'll say what we got to say. You say what we got to say. And then we're yeah, going gonna to lift. Yeah, last year, Ironside, that was good. Good fun. Uh, I think they're out of, like, fucking Washington or something like that. Some Ironside. team, they rolled up deep, too. Ironside something. Yeah, Ironside training or something like that. But that was fun. It was fun. They were good. I think they were. The, I think they came in second, right? I believe so. There was another team. What was the other team? Do you remember? Well, there was one from Minnesota, right? Maybe. Was, I can't remember. I don't know. I just remember the Ironside crew because, like, we seen them at, like, the club after that. They were, like, oh, going yeah, ham. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. They go hard, man. Damn. It would be cool getting first and second Power Build A and B team. <sighs> That's the goal, man. We should try to make a third That's one. That's the goal. Get all, the, all three. Get all three. Shit. At this rate, with all these new new competitors jumping in. We'll do something about we that. Might, we might have to. We might have to go It's It's Power Build or nothing. Three teams? Us against the world, first. man. First, second, and third. First, second, and third. That would almost be disrespectful. We're, we're, I feel like if we did that, they'd probably ban Power Build from like I, I feel as though if you got banned Power Build, he's just a hater, man. He's just like, we doing good things, man. It's trying. Not, we, hey, like, listen, I mean. Do it for the community. Yeah. Last Nationals, uh, I mean, you know, the way how those treating us. Yeah. It's all good. Listen, we still going to be on top, man. Still gonna be on Honestly, the only reason I even fucking go is for the team shit. Like, I don't know. I just, I, I that's more fun to me. Like when it's like all inclusive. Yeah. Like every, like everyone's got their their role. Like yeah. that's what makes it fun. Like that's what like powerlifting to me. Like without the team aspect, man. Now I couldn't even go back to just training by myself like I was. True. Like you know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. like. I mean, I'll train by myself all the time, but it's like still knowing, like you know, we're getting ready for like a team event at nationals. That's why. That's like what gets me going. Yeah, everyone supports everyone. Yeah, I think, you know, I gotta hype everyone up. I think there's a video of me screaming at uh, Corey Hockenberry. Oh yeah. <laughs> I, and then like we all screaming for Colin for sure, and then like we all had our own individual bets that got heated at nationals. So I think we we got some bets going on this year. So I can't I can't wait to see. I can't wait to see. So last year we just gotta we'll end it on this little quick story. Last year was what, you and Julius? No, or I was, you and Jeff. I wasn't in that, that bet. You weren't in it? It was Julius and Julius Jeff, and Jeff versus BK, BK and, and Corey. Corey. Yeah. Yeah. So we had like four people, two versus two. And it literally like it was just totals, right? Who yeah. combined totals. It, I think it came from that. And way. it literally like they tied. Didn't oh, they tie? Yeah, yeah they tied. They tied? These motherfuckers tied. I don't know what they were betting, like maybe a hundred bucks, something like that. Yeah. But they tied. That's crazy. Listen, I'm I'm trying to get in some bets this year. So anyone from Power Build, anyone who's going nationals, let's get in some bets, man. We can two v two, three v. Listen, let's let's get it. Let's make it competitive. We'll get it on FanDuel. Yeah, let's get yeah, it. We'll man. get that on FanDuel for, for you guys real. to bet on. That'll be legit. We got to. All right, guys. It's been fun. Appreciate you coming on, Quas. Appreciate the Casamigos. Salud. Colin Wynn. We'll get you back. For sure. That's it. That's it. Subscribe, guys. Like Make share. sure you check out Spotify. What? iTunes or is it Apple Podcasts? Or is it that the same thing? Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Okay. Google Podcasts. Okay. Samsung Podcasts. Ooh. RSS. All the podcast streaming yeah. platforms, we're on every single one. Just check out Happy Power on whatever podcast app you like to use. We'll be there pumping out episodes every Thursday. Continue to show love. We've been getting a lot of positive feedback on the podcast so far, which has been great. Obviously trying to keep you guys informed, entertained, you know. 
give you some insight on some of the things going on here at Power Build. So we appreciate that. And uh, yeah, like, subscribe, comment, share, hit the notifications bell. We're out. Listen, make sure you get your five grams of creatine and your five packs of oatmeal <laughs> every day. Power Build nutrition ebook coming yeah. soon. Nutrition is key, man. Nutrition is key. Gallon of rum a day. <coughs> get to 308, gallon of rum a day. Gallon of rum. Gallon of rum. <laughs>